0: welcome to what's up wellness from the third floor this podcast is provided by the wellness and health action team also known as what from portland state university's center for student health and counseling or SHAC. we're located in the old tutoring center suite on the third floor of the university center building on campus our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for our non-traditional campus my name is grace
1: and my pronouns are she her And my name is Julie, and my pronouns are she, her. We're all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be the hosts for this podcast, so let's get into it. Hi, good morning,
0: Grace. How are you? Hi, Julie. I'm doing well. I'm, you know... New term, new… New term, s- new grace? Yeah, new okay. term, new grace, new set of rules for me. I'm a changed woman. Yes. Um, no, but <laughs> I, I'm excited to be back. But it's hard to get into the groove of summer or of fall after summer. So today, me and Julie are going to share some motivation tips and habits, mm-hmm. you know, just things to keep in your tool belt. Yeah, a little you know, kickstart for all yeah. of us. Yeah, fourth year in college,
1: still trying to find the motivation. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Totally. <laughs> so we're going to start off answering the most simple question yeah. that is actually the main point of this episode is, okay. what is motivation? I so wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I <think laughs> At we'll this point know. in my career. <laughs> What is motivation um so scientists define motivation as your general willingness to do something it is the set of psychological forces that compel you to take action um, that's nice and all but I think we can come up with a more useful definition yeah. for motivation can we
0: I you- actually really like the science one yeah I
1: just I cut and dry you
0: know very
1: us are like one no. Um, <laughs> no we can come but- up with something better for sure. <laughs> Um, But yeah, motivation is often the result of an action and not a cause of it. That's one thing that I learned about motivation. And motivation can, similar to other concepts, it can come in many different shapes or form, you know, Mm -hmm. and it can be interpreted in many different ways. Um, So being able to know what motivation is to you, it's a really great way when it comes to defining Mm -hmm. the term motivation. Totally. Um, It is most difficult when we are starting, of course, um, even defining the word motivation for me is a, mm-hmm. um, a difficult start. But once we get a hang of it, it's yeah. it's more about like the progression and mm-hmm. the maintenance of it. Um, and so those are kind of like the prominent points of motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this interconnectedness between motivation and habits. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that we found or yeah, when we found while we were researching on kind of like the key and fundamental points of motivation is that there's like a process to it, you know, and how by allowing motivation to progress, we should turn it into a habit, you know, Mm -hmm. and being able to integrate it into our routines. Because once we have a routine, we fall into this mentality of like, being able to maintain it. And that's part of motivation, you know? It's like making a bed. Yeah, literally. It's like something that we will eventually do it like unconsciously. Yeah, totally. Um, Because it has become, it became like a habit for us. So at that point, you're just doing it, but you're not, you don't really know you're doing it because it's like so deeply rooted (laughs) into your daily life. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, like many of us lose our motivation because we're so focused on the progress. Like the progress Mm -hmm. point is important. Okay. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. But, like, some of us are so focused on that that we're just like, we lose sight of our goals. And then okay. when we lose sight of our goals, <laughs> we uh, lose motivation. Julie just dropped a bomb on me, y'all.
0: That's <laughs> insane. No, that makes so much sense because I really struggle with motivation and creating habits. I've never been good at it. Um, you would think that as a very particular nitpicky Virgo that I am I would have great routine and habits but not for me um but yeah that makes sense though Julie like what you're saying is like um once it's like the process of it because I always get overwhelmed before like I make a to-do list and that's like the beginning of the process and I think so much about what I have to do and how I'm gonna do it and, and then that just like I put my anxious energy into doing that rather than Mm -hmm. like taking charge of what I'm about to do. Mm -hmm. So that does make sense. Like I just Mm – I've never heard that put into words. So I'm like processing that right now and I'm just like, (laughs) okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So Julie kind of talked about making a habit and creating those patterns for motivation, but there are different types of motivations as well. Um, So there's intrinsic and extrinsic motivation, and it's really important to distinguish the two of them because they're very different and they, come from different places. So as you could imagine, intrinsic motivation takes over when we have a deep and genuine interest in a task or topic and it gives us that satisfaction from the work or learning ourselves. So it's kind of just like you deeply want to do something, you're deeply interested in it. And like extrinsic is like a outside force kind of um, Mm -hmm. motivating you um, as well as like the outcome. So yeah, like I was saying, that intrinsic motivation takes over when you have a deep and genuine interest, um, and it's sincere, and you celebrate the effort of it. Um, and for example, like you worked really hard versus you're so smart, um, and so that's like kind of you communicating your encouragement, but not pros, uh, but not like pressuring. Like it's kind of the sort of thing where it's like you're doing really well period end of sentence rather than like you're doing really well as I hoped you would have. It's kind of that like distinction is really important because the you're doing really well as I hoped you would is not very encouraging. It just adds more pressure. Whereas if you're saying like you're doing really well, end of sentence, then that's that's good. I always I hear that kind of language like for babies as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Have you heard of that? Like if a baby's doing something wrong or like a toddler, like you don't necessarily have to, like, guide them on how to do it because then it's going to, like, they're going to think that they're doing it wrong yeah. And that type of thing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, but, yeah, and then studies also indicate that if you have more say in your education, it tends to motivate you to do more work because advocating for what's best for you in terms of academia will make it easier for you to learn the material, which I think is very interesting mm-hmm. Um, because I think a lot of people go into undergrad with – just a degree in mind because they think that that's the degree they're supposed to get or, you know what I mean, Julie? Mm -hmm. Like their parents are like, you have to become a STEM major, like an engineering major. But if you're not invested in your education, then it's just going to be miserable. Mm -hmm. Like I am on the public health track and I'm minoring in women's studies and I really enjoy all my classes because I enjoy those areas
1: of academia and that's just literally intrinsic motivation right there (laughs) right there for y'all it's just like for example grace like what grace is she appreciates like public health the concepts behind it the materials are being taught um in the public health fields and that kind of comes down to like advocating you know where Mm -hmm. she was just like i think this is it I like this. I'm interested in this. So I'm just going to advocate for whatever works best for me mm-hmm. and kind of proceed with it. And that like desire, like what Grace was saying, that mm-hmm. genuine desire and satisfaction from your work kind of yeah. drives your motivation, you know? Yeah. It's like an intrinsic um
0: I guess reward system because yeah. it makes you feel better. Like I know that when I actually do my homework, I get a confidence boost from it. Yeah. It's like so that sort of intrinsic motivation is I know that it'll make myself feel better like on a psychological like mental level Mm -hmm. Um, and then like extrinsic motivation like I said earlier is kind of like an outside force outside influence motivating you to do something so that could be like a paycheck or a good grade Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess like a way to distinguish them in terms of grades would be like an intrinsic motivation would be like I just want to get this done so I can feel better about myself Mm -hmm. versus like I need to get this done like an extrinsic would be like i need to get this done so that i can get an a in mm-hmm. the class like that type of thing which are, are, are similar but like different yeah. enough to be distinguishable yeah um so yeah like grades are important but it's also important to recognize the effort and the work that you put into it and not just like prioritizing the outcome which i think can be confusing or conflicting for some people Because an extrinsic motivation is kind of what we're taught is the only –
1: Very true. Yeah,
0: the only kind of reward that you should prioritize rather Mm -hmm. than like prioritizing something that makes you feel better about yourself. It's like you need to prioritize this class so that you can get a good grade instead of – so that you can feel proud of yourself. Which, I mean, you can feel proud of yourself getting extrinsic motivation as well. But
1: it's like – I think it's – good to have a balance, you know, of yeah. both kind of motivation. Because, I mean, by all means, I think we all appreciate getting good grades, you oh, know? Yeah, like, absolutely. we we all want the good grades. But at the end of the day, like, if you're not – if you think that you're just going to work hard just for the letter mm-hmm. grade, it kind of it undervalues your yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're literally going to say the same thing. And it's like, I'd rather get, like – okay, it's not like I don't want good grades, obviously. <laughs> but, like, if I was to get, like, a grade – like an okay grade, you know, but I know I am like inside me, I'm like, I studied really hard and Hey, like you finished the test, you know, like, Hey, you did it. yeah. And I'm just like, okay, now I know. And I'm like motivated to study for the next exam with Mm -hmm. the same habits, same patterns, but I don't know, just make little changes to get a better grade.
0: Yeah, totally. It definitely depends on your mindset Mm -hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: do you have any tips on how to, you know, start off with motivation, with fall term, just starting off strong because I definitely need that. Um. <laughs> no, for
1: sure. Thanks for the question, Grace. I think this question is very pertinent among all of us, especially during the fall term when we are coming back from mm-hmm. such a well-relaxed summer break. So I'm so sunburnt.
0: <laughs> Y'all, I didn't even listen to my own
1: advice from last term. I didn't we're put on sunscreen. sunscreen. <laughs> um, but the first tip is know your priorities, right? Mm-hmm. See like, see how you can be most efficient. Um, I know that some people, like Mm -hmm. me, I normally start with the easy assignments.
0: Yeah. And then I work
1: towards the harder assignments Uh because I just want to get the little stuff out of the way. And then, like... I hate working on time at a time crunch. That's yeah. why. And so I'm just like, okay, it's I'm just- the only, only way I work is on a time
0: crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Julie's like waking up at 5 a.m. to start a paper. I'm like, no would but... end of it, being like, yeah, I guess I'll start my 10 page paper at 11 p.m. Let's do it an hour. <laughs> it's
1: fine. Like, what? Yeah. And so, um, that's why I normally like to get my shorter, easier assignments mm-hmm. out of the way. So then, with the remaining of time, I can focus on the bigger assignments and yeah. basically putting all the effort and energy into oh, those yeah. assignments. But I do know that some people. People work differently and they prefer Mm -hmm. to work on bigger projects like the essays and all that um, before they work on smaller assignments, which is totally fine. You know, find what makes you the most efficient because if you're going to do, for example, if you're a person like me that I like working on easy assignments, like I decide to do the harder assignments, like I have zero motivation to do it just because I know I have. It's more intimidating. Yeah. And I know that I have easier ones I can get out of the way, you know? Mm -hmm. And so know what works best for you and what makes you the most efficient. Totally. um, And like use this opportunity to explore studying methods too. Mm -hmm. Like what Grace was saying, we're starting a new term. You're taking new classes. Try to explore different ways that you can study because I don't think there's like a perfect way or like the right way to study. So especially. Sorry, no, I I don't want to interrupt, but go (laughs) go ahead. Yeah, no, um, just to finish up before Grace uh, says what she needed to say, but um, basically just exploring stuff, you know, um. I mean, you can stick to the one that you like right now, but it's good Mm -hmm. because you might find another study method that it's better for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like what I said, just like – and also um, starting with a different study method can also be motivating because you're like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm interested, you know, to see how this will work. Um, And yeah, just making studying more interesting can definitely help motivate you to study.
0: Yeah. Um, What I was going to say is like, especially after a year – like last year was hybrid, um, and like the year before was just completely online. Like so everything is just kind of all over the place. So it's hard to keep that steady, constant study mm-hmm. time. Like my freshman year before um pandemic, we had like we would go to class and then it would just be like this kind of set thing where we would go study after and that kind of got lost in all of the hybrid and online learning. So it's really up to you to find a schedule and a technique that works for you as well. Um, And that can be a fun motivator too, Mm -hmm. like coming up with a new study method. Like my kind of technique right now is um, each finals week. Every time finals week or like midterm comes around, like I don't know if this is even smart or (laughs) if you should take my advice, but I always kind of – I kind of try to do a new study method to see if it motivates me because like uh, it can be motivating to start a new method kind of. Like Mm -hmm. my winter term last year, I did the Pomodoro method, which is like – you do 20 minutes of work or 25 minutes of work and then five minutes of rest. Yeah. And I did that for all of finals week and it like really motivated me. Mm-hmm. But spring term, I did like a different technique because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I have to like keep my brain like in check kind of <laughs> um, yeah. like on its toes. And then also making a list is really great because you can kind of see everything ahead of you and what you need to do and it can be intimidating. Um, so... I know that I definitely fall into the trap of just being like, okay, um, I have all this to do. I'll just keep it in my brain. But then I always feel way better when it's all written out. Um, So I need to start doing that. That's a good tool to have at the beginning of the term as well. You can just kind of like write out your due dates and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have weekly discussion posts, like I remember my spring term last year, I had classes where there was a different thing due every day of the week, but nothing was due on Sunday. So it was all kind of spread out which was nice because then i didn't have anything like cuz i knowing myself would save everything till the last minute mm-hmm. <laughs> so i would have like four different discussion posts due on a sunday rather it was just like a whole mess but <laughs> it was nice to have those things kind of laid out in different days so mm-hmm. making a list can be helpful and also just like adding little things to the list as well can be helpful like making my bed and then it's like rewarding to have your have something checked off as well. But it's also important to, you know, with that list in mind, you need to set attainable goals
1: for yourself.
0: Um, and do you want to talk about that, Julie, like yeah. setting attainable goals? No, definitely.
1: This one is probably one of my favorite when it comes to creating that motivational mentality. Yeah. Um, It's breaking down big assignments mm-hmm. or tasks into smaller ones because when you do that, things – of course, would be way more manageable. Totally. Like instead of like an example, is like I have to sit down and type a 10-page essay. You don't have to do that. Like plan ahead like what yeah. Grace was saying, make a list, you know. This is when planners come in handy because you can plan <laughs> out and be like, hey, I can type a paragraph, a page, mm-hmm. a day, you know. And like breaking them down into smaller pieces will less, definitely make it less intimidating mm-hmm. because would you rather look in your planner and be like – a 10-page page page <laughs> or, like, a one-page, you yeah, know? Um, double totally. space. Who knows? But it's just, like, so much better, like, for me because mm. I tend to get overwhelmed, like, yeah. easily. And so I always like to do that with bigger assignments. I'm like, okay, today I'm going to do the introduction or, like, some kind mm. of small parts, like a one-page. I'm going to read, like, 10 out of 50 pages that i do mm. this week. Yeah. Um, instead of doing it all at once, like, setting attainable goals is very motivating yeah. because, like, you would rather do that than just, like, Kind of just sit there because, like, what Grace is saying, sometimes Mm -hmm. when you think about the process, like, shoot, I have to plan for this ten-page essay—way more discouraging and very unmotivating than like just sitting down and be like, okay, so today I'm just going to brainstorm. Tomorrow I'm going to start my first page. Da 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 da. So on. Then having to just like think of it all at once. Mm -hmm. Like I guess like some of y'all like that might be productive, but I'm just saying like making it more manageable Mm -hmm. and more attainable will be way more motivated. Yeah. Than it doing just it comes
0: down to like what you know about yourself and how, mm-hmm. you know, how you operate. Um yeah. which was a huge learning curve for me when I started college because the way I operated in high school was not flying in college and it was making my life stressful. And so I had to come up with different study methods and different homework techniques. And because I was definitely the type of person in high school where I just did everything last minute. Mm -hmm. but it's very – I didn't have any, like, things – I didn't have anything that didn't enforce that or reinforce it, I guess, to change because I would do everything last minute, but then I would still get, like, good grades on it. And so, like, nothing – like, I was getting a reward for doing, like, horrible – work ethic type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like pro- yeah. I was getting rewarded for procrastinating because I knew that even if I did start something late, I was still going to do well at it. Uh-huh. And then I got to college and that was not working for yeah. me. So uh-huh. it was – it's just a matter of like learning your techniques and stuff. Um mm-hmm. But yeah. So it's also important to find that balance, but it's also – or kind of – balance and like knowing yourself as well. But it's also important to find, you know, your social support and you're asking for help. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't process everything you need to do by yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you can, that's amazing. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know that I can't like I need to have someone hold me accountable or, you know, have that sort of support. Mm -hmm. So um, reaching out to others, whether it's classmates or like, you know, online resources or resource centers or, you know, even professors, that is a really great thing um, to look out for. And study groups as well. If you're in a class, it's like, I feel like study groups are really common in STEM courses as well.
1: It's just like, For me, Mm -hmm. I personally really appreciate study groups and I understand it was very difficult to have a study group during COVID because first of all, everyone was remote and basically everything was closed. So it was really hard to meet up in a small space Mm -hmm. and it's different on Zoom. It's not the same when you're studying with your group. Um, but now that things are getting better, hopefully Mm -hmm. everyone feels more comfortable being in a group because studying groups, I think we had an episode last year about, um, benefits of studying in a group. There's so many benefits. You're just basically in a smaller classroom because you're interacting with other students, sharing knowledge, exchanging Mm -hmm. work, and just being able to teach each other is a very, Mm -hmm. um, beneficial way of learning yeah so emphasize I, importance I have
0: never thing, been but. successful at studying in groups <laughs> like it is a really valuable tool for some people but when i do my homework i literally it just needs to be me and lo-fi girl like that's the <laughs> only, <laughs> the like that's my girl. that's my only study partner is lo-fi girl but um mm-hmm. if you know that you work well in a group then i applaud you um but also you know breaking things up, like Julie was saying, like that really helps me. And even I think also like you could do a modification of a study group, like you could be a part and then just text your friends and be like, hey, text me in 30 minutes and make sure I've done this, like hold me accountable, mm-hmm. like that type of thing. Um, Because if I'm in a study group, I just end up talking to everyone and then I waste two hours um, because I'm a chatty Kathy sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. And then also Once you've got all that motivation and study done and, like, everything like that, it's also really important to acknowledge your accomplishments and stay balanced. And giving yourself a small reward whenever you complete an assignment or a task, no matter how big or small, it can really impact your motivation and keep that up and running, you know? Yeah,
1: that's really true. And speaking of acknowledging your accomplishment, there's this thing called a cue action reward. Mm -hmm. So this is the concept that helps form habits. Um, So the cue is the reminder to do your – to start or, like, initiate your new habit. And the action is the actual habit. And the reward is treating yourself after doing the habit. So there's this, mm-hmm. like, cycle. Also, a shout-out to – there's this book. I don't know if you've read it, Grace, mm-hmm. or if or I've heard of it. It's called Atomic Habits. No, but you've told me about it. It's such a good book. If you're trying <laughs> to find a book that will, like, induce motivation within you, Atomic Habits is such a good book. But um, basically like we touched on at the beginning of the episode is about, like, how – it's important for us to kind of like form some kind of like habits because then mm-hmm. it like helps you motivate. And the reward or like the award part is like pretty much one third of like the process. Yeah. It's really important for us to acknowledge our accomplishments. You know, it can be small, like what Grace mm-hmm. was saying, or it can be like something big. Um, But finding the right balance in between, like for me, when mm-hmm. I'm like working, I personally like, going on a walk, like, mm-hmm. in between, especially if I'm working remote or if I know I have yes. a long day of studying ahead of me, I try to make sure to fit in something like a walk outdoor. But luckily, I live close to a lot of, like, small stores. I would, like, walk and get a coffee, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, it can be as simple as just walking to the kitchen and grabbing myself some yeah. chocolate. Um, but making sure that you kind of, what is it? Like, I don't know, put in some kind of reward in yeah. the process of well, studying.
0: that, that like – Rewires your brain.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> literally, it gives you like a quick break and it like mm. motivates you because I wouldn't want to sit at a computer for five no. hours straight because it would make me very unproductive.
0: Yeah, and I I know that when I do something like that where I'm just like, okay, I'll start my essay and I have like no plans for it. <laughs> it um, I end up staring at my computer screen for five hours just being yeah. like, how do I start this? How do I do this? Because I have no set action plan. I have no like reward
1: for myself. Yeah.
0: So. You know, that cue action reward is really important.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's like a psychological thing, too. Yeah. You're like tricking your brain. No, literally, you do it once and you're like, oh, yeah. I have another page. No, and I get another treat. Yeah. A treat, a treat. (laughs) (laughs) It becomes a cycle. And so that's also very important. Like, yeah, yeah, working hard, all that. But make sure you kind of take some time. Um, and finding the right balance when it comes to rewarding yourself. Yeah.
0: And the cue can great. be as simple as just opening up your computer and logging into Canvas. Yeah. Like that can literally just be the cue mm-hmm. to starting your homework. Like that's what I do when I don't want to start my homework, Yeah, which is, you know, a constant struggle <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, but I always just kind of open up my computer, you know – Get my trusted girly lo-fi girl. Yes. Get her on there, and I open up Canvas, and I just have to like force myself to look at it, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, well, this is like a 200 word discussion post. I'll just yeah. start doing the smaller things before I do the larger ones.
1: So, uh-huh.
0: yeah, it's cue action reward.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And lastly, we wanted to remind y'all that we're all human, yes. so it's okay if we lose that motivation yeah. at times because.
0: Especially entering fall term. Uh-huh. It can be hard to find it's your career. So like the motivation
1: just dissipates after yeah, the first no, week. I get like
0: it's like middle of June, and then I'm like, Well, I had never have to do anything ever again. And then three months later I'm like, Oh,
1: okay. why am I here again? <laughs> why am I here again? Um, but yeah, make sure you learn from your experience, you know, and plan to bounce back from it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's seven days a week, you know, it's okay for you to have like that one or two days where you're just like, I'm not on my A game. Like, it's totally fine, because we're all humans. There are certain times where we just feel so unmotivated and so discouraged. And like, let that be, you know, like, don't Mm -hmm. force yourself, because you're probably going to be as unproductive if you're going to force yourself. So, like, it's really important to find that and, like, acknowledge that and know that you're feeling some sort of way and making sure that, like I said, you can bounce back from it Mm -hmm. and just gain that motivation again. And we gave some tips, you know, on how to develop and maintain that motivation. But we all understand Mm -hmm. that it's hard, especially like what Grace is saying. It's fall term.
0: And it's also important to know that even if you have an off day where you're not on your A game, the – if you have the capacity to just kind of you know realize i'm not going to get this done my brain is just not able to do this today to take an intentional relaxation even if it's just like 30 minutes or an hour to just intentionally relax and then you know plan on doing better not not better but plan on doing your work later or mm-hmm. tomorrow yeah. is always great like that's what i do when i'm having a hard day i'm like Okay, I'm just going to acknowledge that I can't get this done today. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to make a reminder for myself tomorrow and take care of myself today mm-hmm. cuz every day is a new day to do something yes. different. You know, every day is a new opportunity yes. to improve. So, go great. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what a motivation. <laughs> motivational speaker we got here. Yes. Um but yeah, that's all we're going to say. This is just a manifestation mm-hmm. for a strong start for all of y'all and that we're just wishing all y'all the best no happy fall term yeah happy fall term um just know you have all the resources out there um and you got this podcast you can always come back to if you want some motivational tips um But yeah, we're really hoping everyone have the best term ever. Um, and yeah. we got this. Another term. Another, another term. term. We got it. Julie's last term. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, good luck, Grace. You got yeah. it. You got you it.
0: You got it too, Julie. I'll see you next Perfect. week. Okay, bye. Okay. Bye.
1: We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the What's Up podcast. We'll catch up with you next week. We at SHAC are fully committed to the physical and emotional health and wellness of PSU students. Please call ahead to use our health services for flu shots, free COVID testing, or general appointments at 503-725-2800. Counseling services are still available via telehealth, and you can schedule your appointments by calling that same number at 503-725-2800. If you're looking for more health and wellness resources, you can check out our online health magazine that gets sent to your pdx.edu email every Wednesday, or you can download the CampusWell app. Also, feel free to check out the virtual MindSpot experience to rest, relax, and rejuvenate wherever you have internet access. We will be including resources links in the episode description, as well as a link to the episode transcript. If you have any questions about health, wellness, shack, or anything we discussed in this podcast, please fill out the Google form in the episode description. Thanks for listening and take care. We'll see you next week on What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor.